What is up, y'all? Tyler O coming at you with my week 15 running back ranks. Mine and the rest of JWB's ranks can be found in the link below. Starting these off with transparency like I always do. My week 14 ranks finished 17th cumulatively, and I'm currently sitting as a number 12 ranker overall. Spent some time in the top five, spent some time in the top 10, trying to get back in the top 10, but... I have 170 rankers being number 12. Can't complain whatsoever. I'm recording this on a Friday night. So obviously these ranks are subject to change. Going to go over these ranks on Saturday. Going to go over these ranks on Sunday. So make sure you come back. Use your couple hours for game time on Sunday to get the completely updated ranks. Enough of the fluff. Let's jump into my top 24 running backs for week 15. Welcome. You're listening to JWB Fantasy Football. Thanks for listening. Starting us off at 24 is going to be Jerome Ford. You know, he continues to see the better half of the looks in this backfield with Hunt. He splits the work with Hunt. That's very much true, but he gets more carries. He usually gets more targets. Hunt has been on the better side of the touchdown stuff, but I'm really not too worried. Um, he's a solid back, and the volume is good enough, so he's running back 24. Running back 23 is going to be Antonio Gibson, seeing quite a jump from what we've seen this season, really because Brian Robinson is indeed out. Gibson is firmly in play this week. I do expect the rookie Chris Rodriguez to see some low-value carries between the 20s, but there should be plenty of pass work and, honestly, probably plenty of carries for Gibson to get it done for us. This game also carries a 50.5 implied total, which is very good. A lot of meat on the bone for the fantasy pieces here. So, you know, I look at this matchup. Both defenses suck on both sides of the ball. Gibson is a good play this week. I would trust him in my fantasy playoffs. Number 22 is going to be Chuba Hubbard. You know, the Panthers suck. Um, and the offense in the Panthers is absolutely anemic, but Chuba clearly has a lead role on this team, um, and it's really not so much that split that we saw with him and Miles Sanders early in the season. This is Chuba's backfield. Obviously, the touchdowns are going to be pretty rare, and I personally think Chuba is a pretty average back, if I'm being honest, but he gets good volume, and we can't ignore that. RB21 is going to be Javante Williams. Javante Williams continues to be the lead back. The issue is more so the Broncos' defense. You know, while the defense is still improved, they draw the Lions. The Lions have a really good offense. And the Lions are going to be playing because, well, they had a really embarrassing loss to the Bears. And if they win this week, if they get a lock in that playoff spot, Lions are also five and a half point favorites. Doesn't really set up on paper well for Javante. I expect the Lions to score a lot, which means I expect the Broncos to have to move the ball through the air to compete. Could be a little bit more for P. Ryan here through the air. Javante should be fine, you know, as reflected at the RB21 rank. But at the same time, I don't really foresee a situation where the Broncos are up by a lot. They're needed to grind this out with Javante. He should get his. He should be fine. But I'm just not overall excited as I have been for Javante in, in the other weeks that we've seen. RB20 is going to be James Cook. You know, big total in this game here, another 50-point total. But, um, you know, James, James Cook could pop. But the, the real issue here is just the volume and the snap share. I mean, a 45% snap share last week from James Cook. We don't we don't really love to see that. And the volume, you know, seeing 15, 16, maybe 17 touches a game, which is good, but honestly just not great. It's kind of almost a platoon at this point for the Bills running backs. You know, he's a good running back. He's explosive. Things could happen here for him, but it's just really tough to trust when the snaps and volume are just not what we want to see out of a running back. Number 19 is going to be DeAndre Swift. You know, things haven't been good for Swift. Like, I feel like I need to address that out the gate. But at the same time, I just think he's so much better than Gainwell. Every time Gainwell gets the ball, I'm usually just very unimpressed. We know that the Eagles' offense is good. We know their offensive line is good. 
kind of blaming Swift's last couple weeks on maybe he hasn't been healthy. The game script hasn't been great, but the Seahawks run defense is ranked 24th in yards allowed per carry. And he's just not the kind of guy that I really want to bench as the Eagles are also in a must-win game to lock in their playoffs. Number 18 is going to be Brees Hall. You know, things have um, not necessarily been great for the Jets, but at the same time, since Michael Carter's been out of town, Brees Hall has seen targets over the last three games of nine, eight, and nine. Jets are 10-point dogs here. You got to think they're going to be passing. There's just really not that many options for Zach Wilson to go to besides Garrett Wilson and Brees Hall. At the same time, we know that Brees is able to, you know, kind of just run a long one at any point in time. So you kind of like look at his explosion. You look at the floor that's there with all that great pass work. He kind of sits here as a mid RB2. Pretty comfortable with that. Obviously start. RB17 is going to be Devon at Chain or at Chan, I should say. You know, this is a tough one. He's definitely like a guy that or a candidate that I say would say is a candidate to be moved as we get more information. Seems like he's going to play, kind of has been injured. Don't really know exactly how to handle this, but what we do know is it's an explosive offense and he's a very explosive back. Mostert seems to be getting um, you know, more of the workload on the ground, but last week it was actually pretty great to see that they seem to be really scheming up some pass work for a Chan as he saw at nine targets, getting him into space, getting him the ball. So maybe they're easing this rookie in off the injury and just really focusing on getting him some pass work, getting him some targets, getting him into space while they grind down Mostert. Don't know exactly how this is going to be handled. Again, I think this will this rank will undoubtedly change coming into Sunday, but bottom line, if a Chan is healthy, we start a Chan. 16 is going to be Joe Mixon. You know, got to, got to, you know, address Chase Brown as he's clearly got more juice than Joe Mixon at this point. But at the same time, Mixon is eating the targets from Browning and he's getting the goal line work. Obviously, the Bengals' offense isn't as explosive as we wanted it to be, but the volume is good here with Mixon. He's getting the touches that count. We continue to roll Mixon. He's a solid RB2. RB15 is going to be David Montgomery. You know, trying to figure out how this freaking backfield is going to shake out from a week to week for ranking purposes is honestly a bit of a nightmare, right? But I think on the flip side of that, we know the Lions defense is good or the Lions offense is good. We know the Lions have two good running backs. We know that they're both capable of producing for us every single week. So, you know, from a fancy standpoint, yeah, we start Montgomery. There's just really not a lot to question. He's an auto start every single week. Scores a lot of touchdowns and a team that scores a lot of touchdowns. But at the same time, like ranking him or feeling good about his rank when this split between Gibbs and Montgomery is just tough to nail down is a bit of a nightmare. So he's sitting here RB15 for now. RB14 is going to be Mostert. I think, you know, as I talked about a Chan, kind of got to see how things kind of fall as we get to Sunday. Either way, Mostert is a start. He's getting a lot more work lately as Chan was coming off the injury. But again, we have seen, um, as I talked about with the Chan, getting more pass work. That has been at the detriment to Mostert through the air. So, end of the day, Mostert gets enough on the ground. The Dolphins are scoring like crazy, which means Mostert's scoring like crazy. We feel good about st- starting Mostert. I don't really think I'll move him too much unless a chance sits, which I don't think he's going to do at this point in time. But Mostert's been an absolute revelation this year. League winner. So, we start him. Things are good with Mostert. No concerns. 13 is going to be Travis Etienne. This really just boils down to Baltimore being a pretty tough matchup. You know, he is the kind of a guy where we know he's a really good back. We know he gets the snaps. We know he's the dude. He'll be ranked higher in other weeks. Matchup's just tough. RB12 is going to be Ezekiel Elliott. With Ramondre out, Zeke saw a 91% snap share with 22 carries and eight targets. An absolute dream workload for any running back. 
you know, the Pats really aren't that good, um, but this volume and more importantly, this pass roll cannot be denied. It cannot be ignored. Zeke is going to continue to smash while Ramondre is out. RB11 is going to be Gibbs. I kind of just talked about this with Montgomery, but, you know, we love the Lions offense. It's tough to predict. Gibbs is the more explosive back between the two, so he gets the higher rank. It's that simple. RB10 is going to be Tony Pollard. You know, this, this rank feels pretty good. He's, he's the clear lead back, right? But Rico Dowdle is still very much involved. And I don't really think Pollard's like breaking many tackles. It's just one of those situations where I think people wanted to see more out of him. But he's still a solid back every single week. And the Cowboys are absolutely rolling. And there's supposed to be a lot of points in this game. So Pollard, RB10, feels pretty good. RB9 is going to be Eckler. Obvious L here. But I feel like it's important to note that I was below consensus. So I thought Eckler was going to do worse than the consensus rankings. You know, at the end of the day, the Chargers are broken, and Eckler's going to probably struggle going forward. So it's going to be tough to really feel good about him, but we'll kind of see how things go. Chargers just kind of let everyone go. Uh, recently, coach, GM, so on and so forth. So who really knows? But uh, again, RB9 is Eckler. That's an L, but I was lower than consensus. RB8 is going to be Derrick Henry. Winter is coming for King Henry. Uh, it is now King Henry's time. The Titans look hungry, folks. Titans draw the hapless Texans with no Stroud and none of their top wide receivers. And the Titans find themselves as three-and-a-half-point favorites. When the Titans are favorites, we love playing Derrick Henry. Henry also has historically absolutely torched the Texans. Everything's just kind of adding up for Henry to be a locked-and-loaded RB1 this week. You know, I think in years past, he'd be in the top three. Spears is involved. Spears is playing. But at the end of the day, Henry is going to get the ball on the goal line. He still gets his looks. RB8 is Henry. RB7 is going to be Zach Moss. You know, I keep ranking him high and he keeps disappointing. I get it, but I'm trusting the process here as he continues to see 80% of the snaps and has an absolute elite role from a volume standpoint. At the end of the day, there's nothing scary about Pitt's run defense, so I'm good with Moss at uh, RB7. Could I be wrong again? Sure, but the volume is great. The snaps are great. Matchup is fine. We ride Moss. RB6 is Saquon. Great volume, great back, bad team. Dude simply has an elite role, and if the Giants can keep this momentum uh, in a winnable matchup versus the Saints, he can do even better. I mean, the big issue with Saquon is that the Giants aren't winning, so the game scripts aren't necessarily favoring themselves towards a running back. But for some reason, the Giants can keep playing well. Things are good for Saquon. RB5 is Bijan. You know, every single week we hope that our running backs draw the Panthers. Now it's Bijan's turn in the playoffs. You know, we're finally seeing a healthy snap count in the bulk of the touches. Bijan, I believe, has a real shot of paying off and rewarding managers who took him in the top 15 this year. I think he's in a really good spot to win people their leagues after having some ups and downs this season. RB4 is Rashad White. Again, another guy that's been an absolute revelation this year. Um, he's running the ball better, which is huge. I think that's why he's this high is he's running the ball really well because he's always had one of the best uh, passing roles for running back in the NFL. In terms of how often he's out there running routes on dropbacks, there's not many running backs that are doing it more than Rashad White, and he does it really, really well. So the floor has always been there, but now he's running the ball well um, as well. Evans is kind of the downfield guy. Rashad White is more so kind of the short area guy. There's no one knocking at Rashad White's door to take any sort of touches. End of the day, Rashad White, I think, is looking like a league winner. Uh, hats off to anyone who decided that they were going to draft him. He was at a great cost this offseason. Rashad White's a dude. RB3 is going to be Alvin Kamara. Not much more to say here as he continues to look great. Um, and he gets a Charmin soft matchup against the Giants defense. Kamara is the engine that moves the Saints. Um, he picked up right where he's left off in previous years. 
He basically came back from suspension and has been torching ever since. This one's pretty simple. RB2 is going to be Kyron Williams. Talk about a guy coming off, not a suspension, but an injury and picking up right where he left off. I mean, this game carries a 50.5-point implied total. Commander's defense is absolutely awful, and the Rams are 6.5-point favorites. He has a ludicrous snap share, stranglehold on all the touches, everything, all the boxes are just simply checked here for Kyron to smash, and he continues to smash. Kyron is killing it. He's my RB2. And then, of course, RB1 is Christian McCaffrey. I just say the name. With respect to him, no notes, no need for explanation. That does it for my top 24 running backs for Week 15. Please be sure to check out the description for all our other ranks. Again, these ranks will undoubtedly be updated. I'm working tirelessly two hours before the games on Sunday to make sure these are all up to date. Also, feel free to check out the JWB Discord if you want to connect. You can follow me on Twitter, at FFTylerO. I'll try to get you as much help as possible to win your week and win your league. Run pure, my friends. 